baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Time now for our daily tech and business report. Today, we're joined by Bloomberg News reporter Kelly Gilblom. Oscar nominations were announced this morning with Netflix produced Mank leading the way, picking up 10 nominations. So, Kelly, good afternoon. What was uh, was this a big surprise? Yeah, thank you so much. Um, It was a bit of a surprise. Uh, I don't think this was the most discussed movie. Um, Certainly it was in consideration uh, for Best Picture, but 10 nominations is is really excellent for this film, you know, which is a story about um, Herman Mankiewicz, who wrote the screenplay for Citizen Kane. Um, And, you know, this just kind of highlights what a good year and what a good time this is for Netflix. It's been so popular um, during the pandemic, and uh, it's now going you know, to get all this critical acclaim. It had 35 or so Oscar nominations this year. So I would expect a streaming service, which really dominated our lives in quarantine, might also dominate the uh, Oscars this year. For the first time, two women have been nominated as Best Director. What can you tell us about their selection? Yeah, so we have Chloe Zhao, uh, who's a Chinese filmmaker, and she made the movie Nomadland. Uh, she actually won uh, the Golden Globe for Best Director just a few weeks ago. And you have Emerald Fennell, uh, who created this film, uh, Promising Young Woman, uh, which is a Universal Pictures uh, movie. And this is a really big milestone uh, for the Oscars. They've never nominated two women in this category before, and only one woman has ever won uh, Best Director at the Oscars. Um, They've done so much work in trying to diversify uh, the pool of of nominees. And I think, uh, you know, hopefully we're seeing some of the fruits of that labor with more female filmmakers being recognized. Yeah, the Academy faced quite a backlash in 2015. Uh, All the uh, so many white people making up uh, all the different categories that sparked the Oscars so white hashtag. So how do you think the Academy's efforts to diversify are doing? Are they making good progress? Yeah, I guess it depends on who you ask whether the progress is good or fast enough, but you're definitely seeing a more diverse um, type of story and uh, type of actor and actress being nominated uh, for the big awards. I think half of all, almost half of all the acting awards this year uh, went to people of color, and that was definitely not the case last year. And also, it seems the films that were chosen and selected for Best Picture told a a wider range of stories. You have Minari, which is about a Korean family. Um, You have films that, uh, you know, really focus on the Black experience and Black lives. And, um, you know, this is a definitely refreshing change from from past years when it did seem to be just focused on white men and, and their stories. This past year, quite something in so many different ways. But the pandemic it closed movie theaters. We were on lockdown and you mentioned the popularity of streaming services. How will that change things in the future? I don't think we're going back to everyone um, getting off the streaming and back into the theaters. How do you think it's going to balance out? 
Well, I think streaming is still going to be incredibly popular. You know, you've seen um, a completely new type of release pattern for movies um, that come out of the lockdown in which they go to the theaters and then either almost you know, the same day they go to streaming or they go to streaming very shortly thereafter. Um, so audiences have more of a choice. And I think that that um, greater choice that's available to audiences for how they want to watch films uh, is going to stick around uh, permanently after the pandemic. Uh, but I think we'll still see, you know, lots of great films coming out of Hollywood. We have so, such a log, uh, backlog of, of great movies um, that are going to come out this year that were delayed because of COVID. So hopefully it, it improves things in the long run. All right, Kelly, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.